The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to just use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the flogcast for round three. The emotionally checked out Tiger Starburns is here and I'm joined by the Queen of Bay 13, Morgan Ashley. Hello. And her sycophants starting with the Andrew Mackey of podcasts from St Kilda Cookson. Just like Jesus, I died on Friday and resurrected on Sunday. And finally, we have Bay 13's favourite sheep shagger from Hawthorne, Penal. Hello there. Girl or tears, I guess we'll start with. And I don't have a whole lot out of this weekend, so hopefully someone has something, maybe Cookie or... Oh, tears. Tears, tears, tears. I can handle losing. I'm a St Kilda supporter. I'm used to losing. What I can't handle, though, is a lack of character and balls. And at free quarter time on Friday, not one single player stood up and said, hmm, it's a football game. Let's win this. So that's my tears for the lack of balls and character shown by my football club. Long time since having players like Lenny, you know. I can see how, as a St Kilda supporter, you would be used to seeing a lot of balls from your players. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, yeah. It's very, it's, this never would have happened during Ross Lyons' Saints footy era. You'd seen balls everywhere. Rewalt retires and there are no more balls to be seen. <laughs> Were you finished unloading on the lack of balls? No? Coulson, are you crying? <laughs> He's melted and he's fucked off. <laughs> He said to go fix up a shit fight on the St Kilda board. Some, somebody had a crack at McCartan's no, no, fatness. No, I'm, and... back. <laughs> I'm back. Hey, McCartan's not fat. He's just stocky. <laughs> He's so fat. He He's... is stocky. Let's not be harsh. He's in the Hawkins territory. He's and... fucking crap. He's not crap. He was at least put tackles in. Josh Bruce and Tim Mambry, I don't know where the fuck they were on Friday, but it wasn't at Etihad Stadium. Oh, no, no, Josh Bruce was definitely there. At one stage, I yelled out to him if he was going to spectate, he should have bought a fucking ticket. Um, And the people around quite enjoyed that. Did he look up at you with a sad face on? He spent Uh, Saturday... He wiped wiped his hair from his eyes and trudged off. He got anally raped on Friday night. Well, that's a bit of a turning of the tables on a and killed a footballer, isn't it? Uh, at least I know how Jesus feels, though. At least you know how Jesus he feels. He got anally raped. Mm. He got crucified, though. And I got crucified. Crucified would mean that someone else did it to you, like, say, umpires. So you already know what it's like to be crucified as a St. Kilda supporter. I got crucified by 22 cunts, not the fucking ancient history of Rome. I mean, jeez. From what I hear of that game, everyone who spectated like Josh Bruce was crucified. Who wants to go next? Oh, I got goo because I picked Villanova to win. At so the beginning, great. your bracket? Yeah, at, at the beginning of my bracket, Villanova were my, min, my, were my winner pick. So I won a massage out of that, which is great. Um, you won a uh, massage? Philly, yeah, um, NL and I had a bet whoever's bracket got the highest score would get a massage, so I won. Um, and uh, they have started fires in the streets of Philly again. So, well, um, <laughs> I don't know if there's much left to burn, but <laughs> they're giving it a red-hot crack. <laughs> Good on Philly. Good on Philly. 
Um, well, I guess I have some tears for actual injuries. By actual injuries, I mean like bones, not soft tissue, soft heart injuries. Yeah. <laughs> it was really sad to see Broomy and Tom Scully Broomy. Uh, get injured Broomy. on Saturday. Broomy. Uh, wish them both a speedy recovery. It also following on from that, extend a bit of extra tears for uh, the Collingwood VFL player who had a heart problem as well. I mean, I don't oh, want yeah. to see that. That's just uh, yeah, it's not... one of those ugly. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kyle and... Kirby, um, he's a bit of a cult figure on the Collingwood board. It's the kind of player that everyone really wants to see succeed. In that he's probably a bit bigger than McCartan. Um, <laughs> is Relton Roberts style? He, he, he is Relton Roberts. He, he's the kind of park footballer that you'd love to go and watch, but somehow has managed to get into the AFL system, not drop a kilo since he's been there. <laughs> um, and so if, like, not making light of the situation, but if anyone was going to have a heart problem, would have put my money on it being Kirby. He's a throwback to the Stewie Jew days. He really is. So I, it was good to see that at least his heart returned to a regular rhythm on its own. Hopefully he can continue to be fat in our VFL side. <laughs> Apparently, like, plenty of players have had issues with this and just some monitoring and medication and they be all right. It oh. seems to be a big thing in uh, soccer. There's more frequent instances of that. Yeah. Also, there was a, I think it was Sandfell, I believe, a West Adelaide trainer who died of a heart attack as well, and my tears also go out for him because, let's be honest, those people make up football clubs and all that, and we don't want to see someone die. It's just <laughs> We don't want to see someone die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, <laughs> we don't want people to die. No, that, you know, seriously, but, that's really sad. Yeah. I think we might come to someone we might want to see die a bit later, but that's that's a different story. Uh, maybe we can make that a segment. Who do we want to see die this week? <laughs> <laughs> Nominations for death of the week. The Grim Reaper is coming. I happily photoshopped my face onto the Grim, Re- Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> we are dark sometimes. No, but what about Cookie on acknowledging that? I just want to mention something. I want to go back to your goo, Villanova. Obviously, March Madness was a bit of a clusterfuck. I think all brackets were sunk before the first 15 matches were played or some shit. Like, there were no perfect brackets left after Arizona and someone else lost. But, Morgs. Yes. I'm interested because I think I know what you're going to say, but your thoughts on Sister Jean. Oh, Sister Jean. Sister Jean's like Millie. (laughs) Sister Jean needs to wheel herself out of the fucking building (laughs) as I've had just about enough of Sister Jean. I was pretty happy to see her piss off. (laughs) But before this tournament, Oh, I didn't know who the fuck Loyola Chicago were. I didn't know who Sister Jean was. And I was pretty happy about that. So I hope Sister Jean had a good time. And I'm sure Loyola will never do anything in the NCAA tournament again. 
All right, so it's myself or penal. Well, um, Dan and his autism called me out last week for not having interesting enough ghoul tears, so I'll uh, do my best to avoid just the result of the football game and a player's individual performance. I'll go a bit, bit different and have the goof of BT this week for finally, during the commentary telecast, calling what we on the Bay have been saying for five or six years now, giving some acknowledgement to the long-held Bay meme, Bay meme, which is Chris Scott being the fucking funfair clown guy. <laughs> he actually said it, the absolute madman. He said it, he called it. Chris Scott, after a Hawthorne free kick, was doing the <laughs> mouth wide open, found at the funfair thing, and BT called it out. So thank you, BT. It's always nice when... Uh, Something from the Bay enters the mainstream, so that's my go for the week. I hope you're happy, Dan. Dan is never happy. I have tears for the Australian cricket selectors. You had three forced fucking changes and you still couldn't find room for Glenn Maxwell. It's absurd. Whose dog did this guy run over to continue? Like, it's a... Steve Smith's? Well, Smith's not there and he's still not getting picked. I would also like to stay on the subject of cricket and have some goo for the... Two Kiwi tailenders who batted out 31 overs for the eighth wicket to deny England the series leveller. I can't believe you didn't go there, Penal. And just, I think it's ridiculous that they went off with two balls to go in the over, but just the idea that Root can get a wicket to potentially take a hat trick to win the game, and the umpire's like, nah, White's not good enough. Troll umpire there. But yeah, that's all I got. I didn't watch many games this weekend, so it's. Go to the reviews, and I think it's only right that we begin with Easter Monday and the Holy Trinity. Well, they didn't really. Oh, rise, can we not? Did they? Can we not Holy Trinity? Well, someone Bosk was it asked if we could come up with a new nickname for them, so I'm happy to open it up. What do we reckon? Well, someone in that thread suggested the uh, the Free Musketeers, which I'm um, <laughs> pretty pretty good on. But then, uh, yeah, some. Someone during the telecast, one of the commentators said, "When oh, when Mitch Duncan gets back, it'll be the awesome foursome." Which, <laughs> <sighs> no, just cringe. Mitch Duncan is not fit to shine their boots. How did Mitch Duncan squeeze his way into this? By being average. He's like Ringo. <laughs> He's the Ringo of the Geelong midfield. <laughs> He gets to sing Yellow Submarine. <laughs> Maybe that's where they live. They all live in the Yellow Submarine in the bay. <laughs> Danger wears his suit, swims in and out. Yellow paddle steamer. Oh, anyway, the Holy Trinity thing's giving me the fucking shit. It's only round two and the wank fest is extreme. They've played together once and this is what we've got. Yeah, and they lost. To the team that finished 12th last year. To the team that has one good midfielder. <laughs> to the team who beat Collingwood last week and it was fucking shut the doors, burn the joint down, how could you lose to Hawthorne? And now all of a sudden the holy fucking Trinity lose to them and no, nah, still okay. It's Hawkins' fault. Blame the fat guy. No, b- blame the uh, 19-year-old kid who... Uh, 
got uh, caught out of position on Jared Ruffhead because their coach picked no key defenders. To- or blame the umpires despite the fucking armchair ride that Free Musketeers got all game. I managed to pick up the fact that everyone was in agreement that Geelong had an armchair ride from the umpires. Yes, and absolutely. It's, it's very rare that, like, I'm just, I was just kind of savouring that universal agreement not as much as the win of course but it was just it just felt really rare to actually have neutral say that Hawthorne got a rough deal from the umps so I was just like basking in that for a few minutes and the Geelong supporters are just acting like that's not the case and everyone's going oh do you want to see Geelong lose it's like nobody saying this has any love for Hawthorne either nobody wants to see Hawthorne winning again either it's like it's funny to see either team lose and it's not great to see either team win it's just, it's just the case is, it is what no, it is. No, it would have been incredibly enjoyable if it was a draw. It would have been really great. But no one was cheering for a draw. Nobody no. was cheering for a draw because they were being absolutely screwed, Hawthorne. It was pathetic. The umpiring was clearly one way. And the idea, the sense that, oh, no, it's conspiracy. Everyone wants us to lose. That's why they're saying this about the umpires. Like, no, people aren't saying that. People are saying that about the umpires because they're giving you a fucking armchair ride in a way that you don't often see. And then, of course, like, I saw this on um, social media as well as um, Big Footy, the Geelong supporters, they they raved about, oh, there should have been a deliberate out-of-bounds in the last minute, and that cost us the game. And uh, you're just ignoring the entire rest of the last quarter. Yeah, okay. They talked about the throw which was absolutely a throw, but, like, literally two seconds before that, someone rips Tom Mitchell's head off and the umpire calls play on. It's just like, yeah, the throw happened, but it happened right after the free kick that should have gone Hawthorne. Let's face it, danger throw was throwing it all game. (laughs) Someone actually dug this up, and I don't know if it's true, but I do believe it is that sometime in the game, the free kick count was 19-18 in Geelong's favour, and it ended up 27-19. So... Come on. Yeah, like, seems legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden you got eight of the last nine free kicks for the game. This game was too scripted. It seemed like it was very much like AFL was controlling this. It was just too sus. Nah, I don't th- I don't think it, I don't think it was sus. I think it's just the fact that the umpires and Razor Ray was amongst them as well getting too caught up in the fucking free musketeers and finding free kicks for them and all this and Geelong gets some momentum up and all of a sudden it starts to become this thing, you know? Like they're getting overawed. It's like it's like the equivalent of the boo crowd. Do you know that cunt has his number on his boots? He's <laughs> an umpire. Didn't Salwood whinge though? Jesus Christ. I mean, every time it was, oh, give me a free kick. Oh, give me a 50. I mean, fuck, play football, and, uh, man. Yeah. Sicily kneeing him in the head was about the best thing Sicily's ever done. This was a weird day. I was like thinking, God, Sicily's done good there. Yeah, all, all, all the neutrals were cheering for James Sicily and thinking Hawthorne were getting a rough deal from the Alps. Like, it's the fucking Twilight Zone. <laughs> It really was. Yeah, Sicily lived the dream of pretty much every uh, non-Geelong supporter, and that's to uh, yeah, give Selwood one. Selwood in the fucking Selwood head. head medicine. He should have ducked that fucking knee. <laughs> and to get one week, 
is even better because it's so, it's worth so much more than one. But it's just like it's almost like the MRP's just come up, gone along for the ride and gone. Yeah, we have to suspend him, but let's give him the smallest possible penalty because fuck Selwood. Yeah, I've just changed. I've got Goofy Michael Christian. And he's fantastic MROing. One week for James Sisley for kneeing someone in the head. What a farce. <laughs> but there was so much out of that game that was good. It was a great game. It was oh, great. It was fantastic. And it came down to the, it came down to a mist behind at the end like the Bartel one years ago. But it looked like it was done and dusted. Then Geelong came from the clouds and, you know, good high-scoring contested game. It's almost like the perfect game of football. And... They keep putting them on. Like, people suck about marquee games, but, jeez, when you see shit like that, you just got to go, well, that's why we have them, because it suits the occasion of everybody sitting up on People suck about that? What what, what reason would they have? They don't get shared around, and and there should be a grand final rematch, and fucking, why don't we get a fucking marquee game in the interstate games? and. Anzac Day would read a Ripper Grand Final rematch when fucking Fremantle played Hawthorne. <laughs> Snore. No. Well, fucking the dogs last year against the Colas, both both were pretty shit for Like, if that happened on Anzac Day, both weren't exactly travelling well at that stage. But, yeah, no, it, was a, it was a great game, and it was pretty funny with Hawkins dropping everything that came his way in the last quarter as well. I would have grabbed those marks with both hands, snap around... One step, bang, banana through. I would have won along that game. I was really hoping that Isaac would lose it on Isaac Smith missed the like that was set up for that. And I was like, imagine if it happened in the third time. <laughs> if things were poetic justice, like it would have been Isaac Smith to kick the winning point, and then it's like vindication at long last. <laughs> But Isaac Smith choked in finals. Winning a home and away game is not vindicated. No, but he choked last year in Hodgie's 300th too, when instead of going back for the shot, he played on just before the siren and missed. Like He'd done it two of the last three against Geelong before Monday. I was like, and then when he was going inside 50 for the kick to rough it, I'm like, oh, please let him miss the lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, he should have had a 50 because of the protected area thing. And then... um... If he had had the 50-metre penalty, he would have been, like, 20 out from goal. And if he kicked it out of on the full from there, then I'm pretty sure, like, he would have got the Tyrone Vickery treatment from, from the fans. But back to what you said about Razor. If he's got his number, his own number on his shoes, that is some fig jam level shit. Like, yeah, he that's... does. He got interviewed pre-game by Daisy and, oh. and somebody else because they, they interviewed him, which is just fucking ridiculous in itself. And he's got his own number on his boots. If there was ever any doubt that he thinks he's the centre of attention, I think we can put that to rest now. I don't think there was ever any doubt. Well, if, if there ever was, and he certainly he was certainly trying to be the most influential person on the ground on Monday. But speaking of Daisy... Did anyone catch her at half or three-quarter time when she made a joke about BT having a big head? That sounded terrible. You Look at this big bonce here, and it's Brian Taylor. I'm just thinking, have, have you looked in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hypocrite. You, you've got a... You're fucking hell. You could land an airplane on your forehead. I've got to say this, though. Daisy Pierce on Channel 7 is terrible. I mean, out of all the female players to get, you get the one who literally can't read a script 
like, can't you get Neroli Meadows who actually, you know... She's not a footballer. Yeah, but she at least, you know, is half comfortable in front of a camera. She's contracted she Foxtel. She's also a legitimate journalist, so she's got no business being on Channel 7. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, we need Richo and Lingy and whoever other... Basil and Hamish. And Jimmy. Oh, good bloke Jimmy. <laughs> what, what do you mean, good bloke Jimmy? He never drink drove anywhere. And Rui and Jordan Lewis and... Hey, Nick Reward is good on media. He's better than half the other twats. He needs to teach some Kilda how to show some balls. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should go into coaching. Actually, speaking of Fox Footy's crew, has anybody seen that new show they've got? It's dreadful. Uh, Which one? The Wednesday one? Like the uh, piss spot one with Brian Lake and Dal Santo? I don't know. It's got got Dal and it's got Mooney and it's got, like, I think Ben Dixon and it's got all these other no-names, but there's, there's, like, two of them are really cringy. It's just like, are you, like, the work experience kids? Oh, no, what is it? Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. I've seen it. I've it's not the beat ac- test, is it? No, it's, it's, it leads into 360, so not like 7 o'clock um, instead of like AFL tonight. Did, the did Wednesday wrap-up wrap or something? Yeah, that's it what like... it's called. I think it's like the wrap-up. Or... It's yeah. like bounce, but not as well. It's not bounce levels of stupid, because it doesn't try to be stupid, but it's cringy. Did Brian Lake finally get his own show? <laughs> I'd watch Brian Lake's um, own show. I'd watch it more Brian, likely. What yeah. Brian Lake's got the beep test with Dave I, Thornton. I, I have been sending letters to Fox Footy ever since Brian Lake retired, saying this man needs his own show, and so it's, I'm glad they have finally delivered. Anything else out of the Easter Monday game? It's, it, I oh, miss, it's bloody. I nice miss to... McAvoy. <laughs> Gun isn't he? Nice to uh, finally beat those. Campaigners for the first time in a while. First time under Jeff's tenure since the 2008 Grand Final. I must admit, when they started mounting the comeback, it was all starting to get a bit butt-clenchy again, saying, oh, here we go again. They just always find a way to beat us. The curse is back. But, um, yeah, glad, glad we pulled through. And, yeah, it feels good to get the win over the... Old foes. Yeah. Is there any chance we could get a clean-up of all the fucking shitty Geelong and Hawthorne threads into the mega thread of crap? That means effort, though. Oh, well, I don't want to read them. Put them away somewhere else. Yeah, we probably should start chucking a few of those out. Like, when Lethality gets off his ban, I'm going to merge all his AFLM and AFLX threads into a thread called The Therapist Couch. So (laughs) this could be good practice for that. (laughs) We should just ban lethality. Just ban the. No, 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 no. No, he has his moments. He, it's just he needs to be. He needs to do what Dan needs to do, and sw- he, needs to, he needs to be less autistic. Yes, exactly, that, exactly. In the same way that Trade Draft has his own thread for his thoughts, yes. so that he doesn't start a new thread on every. Like you know how Tiggy has a thought and has to start a thread. Yes. And the same way with lethality. I think we had a thread like that for the boys for a while. Yeah, the Collingwood Rods gave Trey Traft his own thread for his own thoughts, so that he could just put them in there. Mm. Some of some of lethality's thoughts make for good threads, and those ones don't need to go in the stream of consciousness thread. But the ones that are basically the same as the other ones he's made a dozen times already can go in there. But yeah. <laughs> 
He needs to do the damn thing, Cookie. He needs to t- switch the autism off from time to time. Oh, and we should send our well wishes to Dan. I hope you do get your medication under control and we'll be back next week. Get get some get, get that chelation into you. I, I know that doing this on a Tuesday really did upset your routine and that's why you're not here. Routine <laughs> <laughs> is key. Next closest game. Collingwood ran the Giants fairly close. I didn't see any of this, so I don't know what happened except a lot of bones were broken. And that was just during the Metallica song. <laughs> the Metallica song. Why did they pick that song? Out of all the songs to pick, you pick Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. I mean, nothing to get everyone hyped and excited, but nah, let's go for depressing fucking shit. Well, I think it suits the tone very well of going into a Collingwood game these days. (laughs) I wasn't there. I didn't see the song. Apparently, people were not impressed about having to hold up the sign that said Nothing Else Matters. No one was really into it. So wait, there's a sign that said nothing else matters. Yes, across the cheer squad. Um, they they had to hold up a sign that said nothing else matters. Um, and I don't think that this will be allowed very long. It's rubbish. It was good to see Collingwood give it the treatment that it deserved and just ignore it. Hang on. Cookie, you've, you've just been doing the mergers, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> I'm just looking at the day page and all of a sudden there's one, two, three, four redirects <laughs> in the first seven or eight threads. Good work, Chris. It's a nice break from modding the St Kilda board, I think. <laughs> oh, it is. So go, go on, Morgs. Is there any more and then oh, nothing else no. matters? No, 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 nothing else on nothing else matters. I'll tell you what does matter? Having a fucking forward line. And we don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Forward lines matter. Collingwood need to just get out like a 26, 27, 28 year old. Just this old fart who smokes darts from the state league and just shove him in there. No, 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 no. They've got, they've got someone. They've got a guy. His name is Chris Main, and <laughs> and he's he's in the right age bracket. He's raring to go. You're not funny. No, what what Collingwood should have done is pick up Tyrone Vickery for 2018 so that they could delist him at the end of the year and win the Premiership next year. Oh, is this a thing, is it? Well, I mean, we're undefeated, and uh, according to the fucking main board, Premiership favourites right now. Oh, Hawthorne loves some prim- them some premature ejaculation. What a bunch of tosses you are. Well, it was a shit game. It was shit skills. We are a shit side who show a bit of heart every now and again. And that's what gets us through. And so, yeah, we still did win. Wait, so you show a bit of fight every now and again, but you don't work defensively. That does not compute. Yeah, I know. Like, At least calling would have There's a stark juxtaposition, like, between... Like, we're never, like, a five on the scale. We're either a one and we don't try at all, or we're 10 and we're dogged and we tackle and we do all the hard stuff. But there's no consistency between those two things. And the skills never match up with the effort. And the harder we try, the less skills we have. But there was, once we were two people down on the bench, like there was, there was no coming back from that. And I know that they didn't have Tom Scully, but we didn't have our best, our only key position player forward or back. Yeah, we didn't have him from, like, the eighth-minute mark of the second quarter, so we were pushing shit uphill at that point. So, yeah, another gallant defeat. 
magnificent. But um, I'm pretty sure that Heath Shaw pushed Tim Broomhead into the goalpost. Ooh. But he, and, didn't um, Broomhead swing his leg at the ball, though? Yeah, but he was pushed. So how many weeks should Shaw get? Well, he won't get any weeks because it wasn't even looked at. But How many should he get? Oh, uh, eight. <laughs> eight weeks for pushing yeah. a guy. On the James Sith. Well, you have to... You have to weigh up the amount of time he's going to miss. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, but... but he's going to miss a year. But uh, from all reports, Broomhead's, like, a nice guy, whereas uh, Selwood's a cunt. So, uh, <laughs> James James Sisley rule doesn't really apply now, does it? Uh, you're right. Um, no, I don't want Heath Shaw to miss any games, but um, I do think it was interesting that he did push him. But because he's not hated, no one cared. Well, I think he is fairly hated because he, he has the whole ADD thing. Like, people don't like that. Anyway, I think that's everything on Collingwood Giants. Then. Essendon got rolled by the Purple Puffs in the first game over there. Do we have anything on that? It was a decent game to watch, but at the end of the day, Essendon just weren't good enough. Yeah, I didn't see any of this. I didn't see this game either, but apparently the, the ground had a purple seizure afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I've heard all about the disco oh, it- lining. It was a recreation of the old Moorabbin disco, but it happened post-game and guaranteed to ensure your supporters actively die of heart attacks after the game. Probably good for your supporters to give their supporters out of their misery. misery? Well, it must have been very miserable on Saturday night. But, um, like, I don't know, seems a bit over the top, the flashing purple light show. But whatever. Nah, Some of this game bound to have a seizure at some point if they keep up with that sort of shit. You know, this game can be summed up in one sentence. Matt Cabaner, whoever he is, kicked four goals. So, uh... And Josh Green played well, so that really sums up this game. Uh, didn't Joe, the great white hope, done her do nothing? Yes. He is the round two non for Jasney's Falling Star Award, so... Can't forget... Ye olde paddle pop lion Jake Stringer, he did fuck all as well. Yeah, that's uh, becoming a uh, trend. Didn't want that to uh, continue if you were an Essendon supporter. Yeah, well, I uh, can see him kicking 10 goals on Anzac Day at this <laughs> He won't have kicked 10 goals by Anzac Day, let alone on Anzac Day. Has he even had 10 kicks for the whole season yet? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> Don't know, Probably probably not. Pro- he's probably propositioned 10 kids. Oh. What a pig. Imagine wanting him at your club. Oh, gross. Well, give it a bit of time and they won't. Well, no, they still will because you've, you've forgotten what club he plays for. They'll accept the lowest of the low. That's true. They stood by her. One thing, the yes, the light show was fairly amusing. The other thing that I can think of that was fairly funny from this game was, did anyone hear that Ross Lyon got lost? No. Okay. He couldn't find his way back up to the coach's box <laughs> after half time. Yeah, he... no, sorry. I seen on AFL three hundred and sixty. They kept flashing to the box, and it was like two minutes already gone in the second quarter, yeah. and he wasn't in there. Yeah, no, he was nowhere to be seen. He could not find his way to the fucking box for like yeah two and a half minutes into the third quarter or some shit. Let's just like let's play a game of where's Ross. Mm, that, was, that was coincidentally when Frio played their best football, too. <laughs> they were their most attacking in that. <laughs> <laughs> Ross got up there and goes, who kicked all these goals? Yeah, well, 
Ross isn't watching, guys. Quick, let's actually kick the ball into our forward 50 for once. <laughs> oh, how funny. So then, like Chris Scott was saying on 360, they're going to have to do dry runs of getting from the ground up to the coach's <laughs> box in time. Like, I want to see that pregame. I want to see them go, all right, quick, now let's run upstairs. <laughs> yeah, Chris, oh, Chris Scott really idiot. does does spend his time on the important things. I imagine on the Geelong board they're going ape shit over that comment. He should be putting time into the <laughs> proper preparation, not oh, finding When he said he was going to do a dry run, Richo kind of just looked at him like, you're not really going to do that, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Richo was like, the more of the game I can miss, the better. <laughs> Can't blame him. But yeah, no, I got nothing else out of that game. The Puffers rolled the Coles at the SCG, which was fairly surprising. Yeah. The Coles played that? the week before. Puffers played well. Fucking Boke actually played a captain's game. How nice would that be if you had a captain that could do that? Oh. Oh. Speaking of, did you catch AFL 360 last week, Morg? Yeah. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't see the NBL guy call out Pendlebury? No. They had like this this guy who was a commentator. He's like, he was clearly an American guy. He was a commentator. Um, and they had him do the weekend forecast, and he just, he's getting stuck into Collingwood and Pendlebury. It was something to do with some Twitter argument he had with Pendlebury once, and he's like, Collingwood to lose by a shitload. Scott Pendlebury, you got to pull your finger out and lead your team to win and all this other shit. Oh, I want to give that man a pat on the back. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I did find that fairly amusing. I was like, oh, this will be one of those token guests who knows nothing about the game, and you'll probably just talk about the NBL, but it's just like... It's like when they get, like, wrestling stars and shit in <laughs> Two of his three answers were Collingwood GWS, and they were both him just basically ragging on Pendles. <laughs> it, was just, it was just like, probably because Pendles played basketball at once, if you didn't know. Really? Yeah, no. Nah. Does he have a basketball yeah. background? Hush, hush. Is that how he stops time? Mm. That being a white wizard. But no, sorry, back to Port versus the Colas. You know what? I hope Buddy Franklin kicks a thousand goals. He's legit. One He's going to get there, though. He's got like six years to go, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got like 50 years left on his contract. <laughs> He'll be playing when he's as old as Kenny. He's already kicked more goals he's, than Wayne Carey. He's he's one of the few players in this league right now who I would actually give a shit to watch. Well, so that's because you're a St Kilda supporter. You got no stars. No, okay. but he's brilliant. Name he's five brilliant. players who you would pay money to see. Like you said, here's 50 bucks. I want to see this guy play. Oh, the fucking Legion of Doom from Kidinia Park or whatever the fuck they call it. I think this fuck all players in this league worth money to see. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, no. I, I, Buddy's great, but... but, but Buddy's great, but I disagree with the premise of Cookson. He doesn't quite have the uh, star-pulling factor of getting bums on seats quite like, say, Liam Shields does. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Shield will keep your right, bum on bro. the seat once you get there. There's, he doesn't do anything to get you out of your seat. Oh, uh, during that game, the, co- the commentators said that Buddy was on the bench, so the crowd had gone really quiet. I'm like, that's because he's the only player they know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know Luke Parker after his wonderful overhead goal last week. Parker. Parker. <laughs> only one. Person knows Parker. I've got to say, Dan Hatterbury's going to complete shit, though. As a footballer, he was good, but now he, last fucking Is he, is he off the booze again? 
again this year or something? Yeah, he needs to start drinking piss again. Oh, he's now. probably on all sorts of things. Maybe he's off beers, but he probably picked up crack cocaine or something unnoticed. Gee, oh, yeah. uh, I wonder where he picked up that habit from. <laughs> um, it's a hell of a drug. Yeah, so anything anything on the game itself apart from yeah those things. like I didn't see it, so was there any surprises in the way that Port played well or that the Swans weren't good enough? Or well, like, what do we got? No, they were good Port. until half-time. Wines was epic in the last half. <laughs> epic. Probably all those drugs he's on. No. Port were really good in the second half. You can say what you want about Port, but at least they play with balls. <laughs> they ran out the game really well, didn't they? Almost suspiciously well. Oh, it must be mm. their elite fitness, but he doesn't work there anymore. They had a mm. lot of pep. <laughs> I reckon they'll be 10 and 2 by the <laughs> Thanks, Grug. Grand final rematch. The Crows got one back. Alex Rancy, shit. That's what I learned from this game. Oh, on the back of one Josh, half. To let Josh Jenkins dominate yeah, you. Yeah, that, was, that was fucking embarrassing, but everybody's had one bad game. Everybody's had one fairly embarrassing game in their career. Everyone's entitled to one bad game, but come on, if you're going to get beaten badly, like at least let it be against, I don't know, Josh K- Kennedy or something. Not Josh Jenkins. I'd, t- I'd take Josh Jenkins in round two of the fucking 2018 season over any of the other ones, which he could have battles he could have lost. It was putrid, but at the same time, Richmond turned up. Think- I Richmond clearly turned up thinking that the Crows were mentally broken and we wouldn't have to play the same way because there were that many players who did not approach it with the same level of intensity. They clearly thought that all the theme songs the Crows listened to would have mentally fucked them, but. I've got to say, Eddie Betts, oh boy, he looks his age at this moment. Well, I think we know which senior player was distressed by the trip to the desert. No, hang on, I've got a theory now. Maybe the story about the mental toughness camp was secretly planted by the Adelaide Crows in order to lull Richmond into a false sense of security. And I bet it was planted because they were in cahoots with uh, Michelangelo Rucci, <laughs> secretly a Crows supporter all along. So he's not actually banned from Adelaide? That's just what they want you to think. <laughs> Where's the X-Files music? It's all just smoke and mirrors. Shadows behind the mirrors. Behind the windows. <laughs> I like that, Peter. That's a good conspiracy theory. But what else do we have out of the game? Dusty Martin's probably looking good for back-to-back. R- apart from Tom Mitchell. I mean, 25-5. and five. Ooh, That's a good performance. Yeah, well, he can't do it on his own. Not enough of the others turned up at the weekend. No. And you got to have 22, especially when you're quotation marks. The Hunted. But, yeah, there were too many passengers, including the captain, who really doesn't have great memories of Adelaide Oval, I don't think, but... Maybe if he had a migraine that put him in hospital during the week, he shouldn't have been playing. Uh, maybe he's caught up in his own little milestone game. I've got to admit, he's been great for us over the last couple of years and before that as well, but it's pretty embarrassing to get chaired off in a milestone game when you are that invisible throughout it. If you don't turn up to the game, you shouldn't get carried off. That, that would have to sting. Yeah, well, yeah, like Bob Murphy. Hardwick and the fan was fairly amusing as well. Oh, uh, that's pretty pathetic. What he said wasn't really that offensive. It was just a bit of bants. 
Right. Yes. I'm sure he would have heard ten times more. He would have heard worse from Starburns than he would from that fan. Yeah, but he doesn't listen to us. Hey, we're the most listened podcast amongst AFL footballers, I'm assuming. He didn't need to point the finger in his face like Adam Goods. It could have easily made a quip about, you know, the guy's an Adelaide fan, you know, could have made a quip about the fact that he's still here because they're winning. Like, you know what I mean? Or they he leave could early have or- just, like, laughed it off and kept right. walking. Yeah. He didn't say anything to him personally. Like, what he said was just a bit of lulls, harmless lulls. And- it's not like the fucking Port fans getting into but- Clarko. Exactly. Like, if if the guy had had a go at Hardwick about his daughter or something and sleeping around with all the players, <laughs> then would it be a fair game to point the guy out, have him removed or something because he was crossing a line? But for that, I mean, really, just come back at him with a witty comment about, like, how nobody wants to play for Adelaide or <laughs> Barrels or, or just say, suck shit. We beat you idiots in the grand final last year. I mean, that's that's just or, or just keep walking. Like from a Richmond coach's perspective, like usually they're they cop a hell of a lot worse from their own supporters. At least he didn't get spat on. I think it was pathetic. Hard up, hard week. But yeah, anything else out of the grand final rematch? No. Um, Good Friday. Yeah, well, it wasn't particularly a good Friday, was it? It was... <laughs> Jesus. Appalling Friday. Crucifixion Friday. Shit truck If the Friday. dogs aren't allowed back after last year, you won't be cookie. I don't want... I don't like Good Friday footy anymore. Whoever decided to have a holy club like St Kilda on this day should be sacked. What's the I'm least the holy club there is? Well, actually, no, you've got a lot in common with the Catholic Church, but... Like you finally you finally get a big game and that's what you dish up. Yeah. Fucking hell. You can kiss that goodbye. Next. This is, is going to be like a carousel of teams. I've been disappointed by St. Kilda a lot year. in my life. I've never been angry. This was the first time I've been actually angry in my football club and wondering what the fuck are the cunts doing? So they were doing nothing. Mm. Precisely. There's no balls, no characters. There's nothing apart from a bunch of piss-weak young 20-year-olds going, oh, I'm thankful for being a footballer. Please, AFL, give me money. I am finding your constant preoccupation with your football team's balls quite (laughs) disturbing. Like I, I've not, I've not seen a more vanilla, bland list of players in my life. There is nothing inspiring about it. What an insipid bunch of flogs they are! I we're mean, not even liked. We're not even hated. What the fuck are these guys doing? No, nah, you're literally the most boring, batshit boring club in the world. It, yeah. yeah. It, no, you, you're you're not even pathetic enough to be everyone's second team. Like <laughs> you're just floating driftwood, waiting to when? fucking come ashore somewhere. There was an article in the preseason that keep I keep coming back to when I think of St Kilda, and it was listing. It was like who is everyone's dusty or danger, and someone did it. And every club had their equivalent or someone who's, you know, their match winner or something like this. And then the St Kilda, no stars or no A-graders. Was, that was the assessment they gave. And they were the only club in that category. Fucking Carlton and North had apparently guys in that category. 
but St Kilda did not. No stars. And that's how I feel about when you think of him, you go, oh, yeah, Stephen's all right, but hmm, how many mids would I take ahead of him in the competition? You go, it's probably a pretty long list. Like, North have stars. They have a key forward who would walk into any team in the league who just, he's excellent. Absolutely excellent. And St Kilda have nothing, nothing of interest. We're all Mr Vanilla, Vanilla Midgets, just... Fuck off and come back when you're actually worth wearing that shirt. I mean, Lenny Hayes wore that shirt. You're going to call him vanilla? Not Lenny. Fuck no. He would say, yeah, let's win this game. Robert Harvey, he ain't vanilla. Plug a locket. Turn Trevor Barker. It's just nobody in this club is inspiring. I mean, show some fucking balls. Be a footballer. Be a there man. Is there is this again. Balls. <laughs> Don't stop being boys. Be a man, like Jack Billings. You're a match winner. Be one. At three-quarter time, where were you? Piss fighting around in a contest. Piss weak little bitch. But they, they just got absolutely cut open by North Melbourne. North Melbourne were just able to stream down the centre of the field and they were just went completely unchecked the whole way. Like, there was nothing. No defence. There was, there was no effort into stopping them. They literally walked up and down the field and tore them to shreds. This is a team that's supposed to be playing finals. Give me a fucking break. No way. I, I, I saw the uh, the score on this game at half time and I just assumed that it was in Tassie and they must have had a really stiff breeze blowing <laughs> just because the uh, score line there. And then and I the... saw later on the highlights that it was at Eddie had, and they had the roof open, which they should not have had open. Well, the the roof open left the wind that let the wind in, and so it was really swirly. But uh, the, that's the no roof excuse. Should, the roof should never be open. But no, that's not an excuse for the quality of play in the first half. Look, if Ralph wants to stay open, let him stay open. Ralph's not allowed North to stay open. North Sioux smashed us by 100 points. That's how bad we were. It was the most pathetic, shithouse, crap performance I've seen from my football club. Were you tempted to take a blowtorch to your membership? <laughs> blowtorch? I was tempted to nuke it. The 22 members and the coaching staff of that team... <laughs> the t- Wait, when you said 22 members, it's almost like... Members. Whoever, whoever's <laughs> playing, donate your money to Good Friday Appeal and just realise that's not acceptable. I don't give a shit who you are. I want a fucking flag, and that's what you're going to do in a big match? Fuck all of them all. You can fuck off with that performance. Just but didn't they have like a... Didn't they have, like, a come-to-Jesus meeting today? Yeah, no, they oh, did. Yesterday? They did on Saturday. They oh. called off a holiday. Mm. They could have surprisingly done that instead of doing taking a holiday three fucking days before the JLT series. Useless cunts. Well, it looks like they had a holiday on Friday. <laughs> day off. They wouldn't want to be claiming fucking penalty rates for Friday. I'll give you the hot tip. <laughs> Yeah, we need all the money we can have at this moment, but I'd say perhaps maybe two, three players I can think played half decently. And that's sad. But all credit to North. They smashed us. They were smarter than us. They were better than us on the day. All power to them. I think they've put in a pretty pretty impressive performance 
on Friday night. And there's plenty to like going forward for North Melbourne supporters. Like Except yourself. for Ryan Clark, who's an actual potato. Fucking shit truck. But, yeah. Oh, no, not like myself, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Is Ryan Clark the one that's, like, 80? Yeah. Yeah, the one, he, yeah, yeah. 18 going on he's 80. Head, he looks like Daisy Pierce because he looks like he's got a giant forehead, but it's just because his hair only starts at, like, the crown of his head. Let's move on if we've got nothing else on that. Uh, that Davies Uniac looks really good. Fuck off, David Armitage, you cock-sucking, fact <laughs> fuck. But he'll show some balls. Say balls again. <laughs> he sucks balls, not shows them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to... Well, Melbourne got a win, but not by much over over Brisbane. No, nah, not talking about this snorefest. I, I noticed that there was, like, zero fans there and they created a veranda at the Gabba where the players' wives sat. <laughs> Eric Hipwood still looks like a really dodgy lesbian. Apart from that, that's about it in this game. Or maybe he should grow some balls. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they let him kick, like, seven goals in a row or something, Melbourne? Like, Brisbane to get back in the game? They coughed up about a six-goal lead to get it to even. Then they brisbane it up and cost it. Melbourne pulled their fingers out. Moving on. The Dogs might be the most concerning team in the competition. They've lost to West Coast in Melbourne now. I can confirm that I am not concerned in the slightest. <laughs> and seeing them in 18th position on the ladder has got me through the last two weeks. Fucking delicious. <laughs> you know, dogs had, in 2016, four weeks of perfection of, like, the most awesome football, the most awesome sex, drinking, whatever in your life. But they seemingly forgot that they the Vikings showed some balls. <laughs> they showed a lot of balls. But now they have no balls. <laughs> oh, like, this Western Bulldogs support I work with, I go to it today, like, I love it. Love it. I go to it, oh, Alex, what happened to the dogs? And he's like, oh, our team was just a bunch of 20-year-olds, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're not going to win with 20-year-olds. And then he's like, we only had about 10 premiership players playing. I was like, 10? That's a lot? You fucking idiot? Oh, mate, what a fucking spinner. He goes, oh, no, we'll, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Long season, blah, blah, blah. I don't think so, mate. No. I don't think so. I think that your problems run a lot deeper than you want to acknowledge. Yeah, no, nah, there's a cu- there's a massive cultural problem there, and it didn't end with Stringer. Hasn't Bonson Pally became shit, though? Jesus Christ. Well, because they keep trying to turn him into a forward, I think, because they can't kick any goals. Oh, well, at least so- they've, stopped, they've stopped playing Eastern Wood in the forward line, because that was a flop. Yeah. Well, say, say what you like about Jake Stringer and the culture issues around all that, like... He's got one thing that his teammates or his now ex-teammates at the Bulldogs don't. Jake Stringer showed some balls. Admittedly, <laughs> showed him to a 15-year-old or something, but at least he showed some balls. <laughs> That's what the dogs like, though. They lack balls. They have no balls with balls. Imagine another one drafting in that club, just waving his balls around like, yeah, I'm number one, give me the ball. Premiers. Um, where's Josh Shackey and where's Tom Boyd? 
Still in the twos. <laughs> if you've got no forwards, wouldn't you be playing your number one pick who was a forward and your other pick who was a forward? You would think so. I don't get it. They lack balls, that's why. I think their selection committee is lacking balls. Anyway, the dogs are fucking rubbish. And to see a team that can't win in Melbourne smack them like that is an absolute embarrassment. But one other thing that I wanted to just draw a bit of attention to was the interview by BT of the Riolis. It was fucking excellent. It was just so good. Dean and Willie Senior... Cyril and Daniel and the whole clan that were there, Arnie Donner, fucking everybody. <laughs> Everyone who'd ever met Willie Rioli came to watch him, and it was just a great interview. That's pretty cool. Funniest thing is the dogs have got their priorities all whacked. Did anyone catch all the fucking Easter eggs on the ground at the end of the game? <laughs> yeah, it looked like a fucking mess, but I thought that was nice of them to treat the supporters to that. Yeah, like they're out there before the players are coming off, so it's like they're just walking through this maze of fucking eggs and trotting over them. Yes, yeah, so they were like kicking them. Yeah, it was, it was a bit depressing when they were doing that. Like, I, I think it's great that Susan Alberti obviously bought the eggs. <laughs> it's a shame they wouldn't let her in to have one. <laughs> it's nice of her. Last game of the round. Despite all the progress they seemed to make last week, Carlton still have an Owen. I don't know how long they will keep their Owen. Um, <laughs> it'll be a, a battle of the Owens on Friday night, but they were a bit deplorable. They got torn apart by the Suns. They got, and, and I don't they got think they'll be the last team. They, they won't be the last team that that, that happens to because I think that Morgs was right and the Suns will be a riser as can be seen by the fact that they are equal top of the ladder. And they don't have a home game until round 11 or something. To get a couple of wins on the board already, I think, is great for them. But uh, Weedering is rubbish. I blame the fact that they played him as a fucking forward for so long. It takes a year off his development. It's bad coaching, no matter who you are. It's dumb. So I played Darcy Moore in the back line. It's just dumb. You stunt their growth. By doing shit like that. You have a ready-made player to play in a position. You play them there and you find the guy, you know, a bit less capable and you put them in that position. You Like, you know what I mean? You don't move a guy who's succeeding. You don't rob Peter to pay Paul, but, but you're not actually giving him what you need. And that. Yeah. You just... I mean, Tom... Yeah, we've got... If, if, you, you're not in the position that you're going to win fucking finals and... Your whole supporter base has accepted that. You're in your fucking 47th year of a rebuild. That's fine. And your supporters understand that. So why not just play your players in their positions and fucking find someone else to play in the gap? Before you burn another one, number one draft pick. Yeah, before you break somebody else and then have to trade them for them to become more successful elsewhere. As a forward. Right. <laughs> yeah, if they traded Wietering, he'd fucking go on and kick like 60 goals a year somewhere. Anything else out of that game? Lynch was impressive, but, yeah, I got nothing. Uh, Lynch was impressive, which is really disappointing because I don't want him to be impressive this year. The fact that he had a shit year last year was quite good for us. If he could have had another shit year this year, we might have got him a little bit cheaper. But now 
he has to fucking stand on top of the Rialto waving his arms going, look, I'm actually really good. Fucking idiot. Are we still living in a universe where Collingwood's a destination club? Collingwood's not a destination club. We can never land the big fish. You got trouble. Collingwood aren't even the club that all the news outlets link players to anymore. That's like Hawthorne now. So Hawthorne's now the club that players get linked to in order to bid up their value. Hey, hey, hey. But hey, every man and his dog knows that we're Every man and his dog knows that we're putting in for this. Yeah, but do you have the money of St Kilda though? That's the question. Do you have the balls? <laughs> we've got we've got the balls. You don't have balls. And if Tom Lynch has hey, balls, we, he ain't gonna go and play with your vanilla plotters. We have two million free in the salary cap. That's players guaranteed. Well, North have millions too. That's not guaranteed nothing. Yeah, but we're guaranteed you know, scandals what? in the media. Come to us, you'll get to see scandals. We'll make Tom Lynch a scandal. <laughs> we'll fucking put one to the media. We'll leak one to Kara saying, oh, Tom Lynch, the lumberjack shirt wearing uh, <laughs> tortoise fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie, okay. I'm, I'm a bit worried that Good Friday's fucked you, brain. You, in, you, you're not in a good place right now. <laughs> no, I need every James or a decimation. Oh. I think that's enough on that game. Let's go to the talking <laughs> points. I don't think we've got too many, but one that did catch my attention was, did anyone see the Colas celebrating Kenny's fucking birthday? What? Hey, man. They... Kenny is the only legitimate thing Sydney have that <laughs> links them to South Melbourne. Apart yeah. from wearing a diseased, rotten... Fucked up, mucus-ridden carcass of South Melbourne. He's their only link. At least they've got balls, Cookie. He's probably the only. They don't even have like... balls. Mm-hmm. They have for strap-on balls. For they a club with a, a no dickheads policy, I don't know how they've kept Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's See, the biggest dickhead they've ever had. He is probably the only fan that actually knows every player's name. Well, can the Grim Reaper visit Kenny? Oh, the Grim Reaper. Kenny is on top of my list, mate. If I had a death list this year, Kenny would be on it. And if he doesn't make it by next year, I will create a get death list on the general discussion board and Kenny's going on at the fucking current. Him and fucking Millie, oh. Sister Jean or whatever her fucking name is, she's on it too. All these old bangers. Yeah, Kenny's getting the chop. <laughs> They got around a big circle and they put it on their website of them. Like, I guess they sung the song with him in the middle again because they obviously didn't get a win for him on the weekend. Um, <laughs> so, did they sing the song or did they sing Happy Birthday? Or maybe they sung Happy Birthday. I didn't actually watch the video. It only came to my attention because it found its way to the Nuffies on AFL pages, Facebook page. Because all would... that late players were out there clapping him. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, St Kilda don't even extend this fucking <laughs> gracious. We at least do it for players, not for random old fucks. I'm a cunt nah. on port. Kenny's a cunt. I hope you have the shittest birthday ever. DB Swanny, get your dad into line. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Colas were giving away free Big Macs if they won, since we're on that. Nah. How unfortunate. No free dinner tonight, that- bandwagoners. They really need to give up the fucking sweet Caroline at quarter time. Drive me mad. They still do that. Yep. Fuck that. Oh. Caroline. That's not how it goes. Cookson's drunk. I, like, I, I, was just, I was just wondering a few minutes ago, is, 
when he started ranting about something or other, I went, he's drunk. He's clearly drunk. <laughs> I am quite drunk. Oh. Sweet what, Caroline. What, no, it's what, O Caroline. What gave it away, what gave it away Starburns? Was it the balls every five seconds? Or <laughs> it wasn't the balls every five seconds. It was, it was somewhere in the Carlton discussion where he started talking about... Um, Turtle fucking? Turtle fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Just real quickly, James Hurd has rejected the Freo job. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. So not even somebody who's been shunned by the league wants to work for Freo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he doesn't think that his drugs would work well with all those fucking purple lights. <laughs> <laughs> that's surprising, though, because the lights in, like, solariums and stuff were like that purple. <laughs> He'd mm. give him a nice tan. No, oh, but he, ne- he takes injections for tans because... You know, solariums are bad for you. Well, are they bad? He wouldn't want to do anything that's bad. Yeah, he'd never want. To, he'd never want to put his health or anyone else's health at risk. Okay, I've got not too many talking points, but this one I did notice. Did anyone notice Peter Gordon's comment about the haters going to hate? And he's, he uses a reference to Taylor Swift. No. Yeah, apparently Peter Gordon said about all the criticism they're copying where he goes, well, Taylor Swift said haters going to hate. Now, is anyone surprised that Peter Gordon's a Taylor Swift fan? Because, you know... Taylor Swift also said, now we got bad blood. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. She loves, she loves a good beef. And <laughs> it's not surprising that Gordon's into um, into her because, yeah, she, she holds a nice grudge. <laughs> Oh, How has Taylor Swift become a part of AFL presidential <laughs> talk? I mean, why? Well, hell hath no fury like Taylor Swift scorned. Yes, or, or like Peter Gordon scorned, apparently. Or Bulldogs bored bad blood. I know, Katy Perry and Taylor Swift ain't got nothing on the Bulldogs board. <laughs> <laughs> that club is well fucked. Man, isn't it delicious? <laughs> Peter Gordon, imagine... It is a pretty funny capitulation to watch as it happens because every club's capitulated to some degree, but God, this has happened as fast as it, what they've got, they've come down as fast as they went up. It's like Libba. See, I kind of met, I don't quite understand like how teams can win a grand final and then just die in the ass. Like we won a grand final. We've been ripped to shreds for the past eight years because we didn't have a dynasty and because we didn't stay successful. But the year after we won a flag, we still made a grand final and we're better in a home and away season in 2011 than we were in 2010. Yet we are still mercilessly torn apart. Like, these cunts didn't even make the finals the following year. And now they're on the bottom of the ladder. The fish stinks from the head. This Calling fish is rotting paper. everywhere. Calling and the bulldogs... Papers, Can't even afford a paper. Stone. Yeah, well, this is why I hate them. The absolute <laughs> double standard. Double standard. You're not accountable for anything, you fucking pricks. No one cares about the fact that you're fucking shit. They're just like, oh, well, isn't it interesting? Yeah, it's real fucking interesting, fucking plebs. I think on that note, we'll go to the questions and we'll begin with Smeghead's question about where have all the Dogs fans gone? Barely 20k there on the weekend and West Coast always have a decent block of Melbourne fans who turn up. Yeah, I did make I did make note of the fact that West Coast seemed to have quite a few fans. I think behind Adelaide, they would have the best travelling fans in the league. But is anyone really surprised to see the bandwagon fucking fall apart for the Dogs? Like, there was 
three men and their dog at that game. Well, Gordon's probably locked them, them all a, out. One of them had a fucking mohawk, and they only turned up for the Easter eggs. <laughs> Most dog supporters showed up at a grand final victory parade and the celebration with the cup, but they weren't there before and after. Only their actual supporters are. And their actual supporters, I could count on fucking my fingers and toes. I think we've answered that. Cookson, I know it's redundant, but were you a squib or did you not show any balls by not showing up to the recording <laughs> last night? I had a birthday party for a dear friend of mine. Dennis? Dennis. James, thank you very much. Oh. Well, so, you, so you actually you actually took the time off for James's birthday. You didn't just go, oh, fuck it, instead of, you know, I, we, we know if it was yes. Dennis, you would have been there. I love James. Anyone who says I don't are lies and slanders. <laughs> you don't love him as much as you love Dennis. So. Mm. I love James more than anyone else in this world, all right? He knows oh. that. Oh. The only issue yeah, is I yeah. can't name my firstborn son after him, but that's a whole nother Oh, do tell. I can't name a kid James Cook in this <laughs> era. Can you name a quick kid that? No, you can't, so shut the fuck up. Well, you could. There's no rules. Listen, I've gotten my dear friend James a nice present that he will appreciate. And that's is it balls? <laughs> No, it doesn't involve balls. He doesn't like football, so I don't have to worry. He's ignorant the balls about balls I was talking about. <laughs> it's a nice, honest DVD. James is a top bloke. He's a top lad that everyone would love. You seem to really like him. <laughs> like I just... I trust him. I've known him since I was, like, fucking 12. So, yeah, that's enough for me to trust him. Have you seen his balls? <laughs> no. Well, then you're not real friends. <laughs> Have you fucked a turtle together? Because <laughs> then you're definitely <laughs> not real friends. <laughs> Sorry to say, Pino, but it's a no. Um, I reckon Dennis would be a turtle fucker. <laughs> They even have turtles in Siberia, where Dennis is from. Russia. Russia. Russian turtles. Next question, starts. The last question from Bosk. Who has been the least impressive team in the opening rounds and who has been the least impressive player? Josh um, Bruce. Fuck off, you useless <laughs> shit, rock cunt. I think that anyone who hasn't showed balls... <laughs> So I'd have to go with the Bulldogs, obviously. And the least impressive player, oh, I don't know, according to that guy on 360, be Scott Pendlebury, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> Alex Rance was pretty terrible this week. Taylor Walker. Isn't he injured? That power stands out for than anyone, man. It's McCartan. It's got to be McCartan. Hey, Paddy <laughs> ran and tackled. Oh, I'm listen. Did he, did, does that defending. mean he showed some balls? It's it's Stop defending big fat patty cakes. No <laughs> one wants to hear it. He showed more balls than half the other <laughs> fucking spuds to playing for my club went. God damn, this is worse than the 80s. But yeah, Paddy showed balls. Can Old you man. please refer to him as patty cakes from <laughs> Patty cakes. I'm going to say the most disappointing player was actually a different patty, Paddy Dangerfield. <laughs> Because Geelong fucking, they played all right round one. They won the game. Then he comes into the side 
uh, as part of the a part of the devil's threesome or whatever that fucking, <laughs> whatever that fucking merry mob of men is called, and he just completely fucks their team balance, makes them unbalanced defensively, and they go and concede like a billion points. So he's a massive disappointment. Maybe he doesn't run both ways. Has anyone actually investigated this? He might be a Pendlebury. He has no, never fucking run both was... ways. There was articles today about how Geelong's midfield were unaccountable. <laughs> I didn't read them because, fuck, I don't care. But the, the the title gave it all away and it was hilarious. I was like, oh, well, I've seen this before. Just cut and paste a different three midfielders <laughs> and I've read the whole thing previously. Funny. I agree with the dogs being the least impressive team and I only said McCartan just to... Ryle Cookie up, but it has to be Jake Lever, doesn't it? The least impressive player. Oh, yeah, he's been found out. He's oh. been completely found out as being somebody who can only intercept Mark, and when he can't intercept Mark and you have to be actual a defender on a player, that he's not capable of being a first-string defender. If they wanted an intercept marker, they could should have just kept Watts. All right, elite intercept marking. Yes, between rounds 9 and 12. How embarrassing. Sucked in. This week on the Bay, three of the week where we got uh, none of the 700 threads that could be merged. I like Dilksy's one about um, posters who make you question your own views. The late entry from today. Uh, the plugger thread about sandpaper and St Kilda. That was a decent thread. Cam Rayner, two kilometre time trial extravaganza from Coyote. Uh, Crows cry as one over bad press. It's a shit fight, but I did I did enjoy it for a little bit. You know what? I enjoyed the 48% versus safe space for it. Mm. And uh, Death the Occasions uh, Shit Fight Part 2 Fred would got merged <laughs> as of tonight. I think it was displayed a clear lack of balls to go ahead and uh, merge all those threads rather than moderate them individually. Natahui, hey, say hello to Reece Stanley, got a bump. Hey, Pino, you mod this and kill the board after a Mounty loss, then the bait, then you come back to me. I will stand by my mod decisions. Yeah, I'd, I'd rename all your threads about Nathan Freeman's hamstring. <laughs> hey, can, he's still can, on track. He is still on track for Norm Smith. Yeah, well, he doesn't have any balls either, and he doesn't have any hamstrings. <laughs> hey, he has balls. By the plan, he just, just does not have the luck given to him by other shit trucks. And, and yes, uh, Cookson, I am more than happy to accept your offer. I would love to moderate this and kill the board after a melty loss. You heard him, Starburns. Penal to be St. Kilda after this week. Make it happen. Me too, please. <laughs> I'm going to spam every thread with, like, hamstring gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Until somebody uh, figures out what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'd get that uh, Armitage to Rewalt video and just just link that everywhere. You don't, I don't have the balls to ask Armitage to Rewalt if he's aware of what that's made. Like the name. <laughs> I, I, I don't have the balls or hard to break it to him. I'm sure he knows by now. Like Someone would have pointed it out. Even if it's, a, it's just fucking glibber commenters. Hey, did you realise that your name is named after a gay porn video? Blog <laughs> <laughs> of the week, who we got? Bosk. Yes, what for? Um, for Lack of balls. Showing his 
very aggravated red anus the fact that Hawthorne are not a big four club and never will be. Mm. No, your role, Minnow. Hawthorne have been desperate for this relevancy thing for years. So on desperate. The you won three flags in a row and all you want to be is part of a fucking fake club of <laughs> clubs. This is why like they're always you, trying to merge as a massive Literally, I've, ne- I've, pro- I've never said this to you before, but you can't sit with us. Go away. <laughs> you are not one of us. Listen, if Hawthorne was. Never to- has it been more pathetic than when you beg. Go away. You're not one, and you never will be. You're off with Geelong. You can have every fucking Monday afternoon game in the world. We the big the big four play Friday nights, mm. and we right play our Friday. rivalries. Then we don't get shifted to a Monday afternoon. Anybody else got anyone? So enjoy Friday night. Not boss wins the end. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, I got a nom. Okay. Maximum Gornage. Ooh. When you're driving, put your phone away, cunt. You keep your eyes on the road, not your finger selfie. Anyone see that? Yeah. It was in the Flogcast thread. He's posted a finger selfie whilst he's on driving from the fucking front of his car. Oh, is he a Geelong player? Can't you yeah. see phone? Yeah, very Billy Smets. And you can see the steering wheel, so he's definitely driving. Oh, naughty. Now, Bosk still wins. He's <laughs> a cockhead. Anybody else got anything? You know what? Any of the autistic fucks who were triggered by Dan over the weekend. I mean, Plugger made the sandpaper, Fred, and boy, oh boy, did he suck some nuffy norfies in. Everyone who's sucked in by Plugger is a Plug of the Week, not Plugger himself. I love Plugger. You know what? <laughs> as much as James. Give Plugger free votes for me this week because he deserves it. Fucking go type him up, you drunk. <laughs> Let's give Plugger a toots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can't start the campaign. You're voting on it. And you've got to give 100 votes to Dan when the fucking stream is 10 goals. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think any uh, any votes for Dan will be required because I don't think Stringer's kicking 10 anytime soon. Can you imagine Dan's autism if he does? Oh, that'd be so good. I hope. I, you know what? I don't even care if we lose. I want him to kick 10 goals because I want to see Dan's reaction when he doesn't get 100 votes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he will go full spectrum society. He will lose his mind. We'll just make sure he gets zero votes as well for the year so he never appears in the count before first place. <laughs> yeah, so he'll be waiting to <laughs> right till the end. <laughs> or we just vote someone to 101. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so no other dishonourables? No, just Bosk. Bosk, Bosk, Bosk. Bosk. Well, I thought Gornage's fucking breaking the road rules was pretty bad, but okay, Bosk wins. I haven't paid enough attention, obviously, to be able to defend Bosk or nominate anyone else. So I'm I sorry, guess you you're can, out of the... You can uh, put this one down to me having no balls to uh, <laughs> go in and defend my uh, teammate. You don't have to defend him because you got cut from the PM. I'm not in the uh, top ten. That's right. You're not in the top ten. Maybe Geelong Dynasty will accidentally invite you to his. <laughs> Let's go to next week's games and we'll begin with the big four clash on Friday night. Collingwood. 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 Collingwood by ten goals. Fuck Collingwood. Collingwood. No more Owen. Yeah, Collingwood. We're going to break out Owen's leg. I feel like, yeah, surely Collingwood can't lose this one, so... I think they'll win. Hang on. Why does Kane Corns pick the team of the week? Because, because Kane Corns is appara- balls. 
Apparently, the AFL needs more personalities like Kane Corns. Yes, like I can. Michael Christian on the MRP that's worked, or the MRO has worked really well so far. But I don't think we need Kane Corns as sole selector of the fucking team of the week. Uh, just because everything's a troll. Mm. Well, we could pick a pretty good team of the week. We'll put fucking um, <laughs> bitch honey church in there. <laughs> 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 to go teach. Tom Doty, who got the rising star nom this week. Yeah, Dan's not even here to go about that. Anyway, Puffers, Brian's. I think Puffers, yeah. Pretty yep. certain on that. Yeah, Puffers. The most interesting game of the week, potentially Melbourne versus North. Will it be 17? Absolutely. North, North, North. Melbourne, but just. Melbourne, because North don't have a second forward for Jake Lever to mind. They have plenty of forwards. Are you mad? Well, they got Ben Brown. Oh, they got yeah, Tench. They got Tench. Best Tench football's ahead of him. fucking excellent game about, on the weekend. Forgot about on Tench. Nobody manned him up. That's your Rick fault, Joseph you dumb fuck. Have well, some you, balls. Dylan Robertson should have done something. Isn't he good? Dylan Robertson, rather than worrying about the, where the fucking S went in his name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Wade was on, I think, Carlisle. So that's Carlisle's fault. Yeah, well, he's a fuckwit. Anyway, yeah, they've got Tench. They've got fucking Higgins as a forward. They've got... Well, he's not key position. Um, oh, well, Mason Wood can come back this week. Played in the VFL last week. Taylor Garner will be back soon. Nick Larky kicked seven... Oh, he's kicked 11 goals in two VFL games. they got forwards coming out of their fucking ears. I reckon uh, North have this one in the bag. It's just Melbourne are completely mentally fucked when they play North. And I reckon if they'd done that military camp shit, they uh, could have won this game. But they're just too mentally weak still. You know, North Melbourne have more balls, and that's why they're going to win. Suns versus the Dockers. Home game the at Suns. Perth Stadium for the Suns. The Suns. The loser of this game will be humanity. I'm not going to watch it because it'll hurt my eyes. But oh no, he's at Perth, isn't it? And mm. it's their home game. Yes. I know. I might might pick Frio for the you know purple haze. It's not a haze. It's a fucking face. Hang on. If it's a Suns home game, do they get to fuck about with the lights at the end of the game? Yeah, they're going to have red and yellow lights. <laughs> we have the power. No shit. That's not their <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> we are the sons of the Coca-Cola. Sydney Derby, Cola's Giants. 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 Oh, Giants if Toby Green plays Sydney if he doesn't. Will the Saints show some balls or will Adelaide's Eddie Had record continue? Oh, Adelaide, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're losing by 10 goals. Congratulations, you ballless fucks. <laughs> Positivity. You giant fucking turtle fuckers. Show some Balls. I can't wait for Tom Doty to tear up your board line. Well, it shouldn't take much of this way. Oh, what does Tom Doty's shit taste like? <laughs> uh, we'll get the full do of the do. It tastes like balls. <laughs> Richmond Hawthorne. Uh, Richmond. Um, you know, it's it's too early to say that Richmond have gone the full Bulldogs Premiership hangover. So we'll have to wait until after this game when they finally take on a top four side to be able to uh, make that sort of assessment. Richmond. 
I don't know why, but whatever. Back to Earth Penal. I think the uh, ladder's going to hold true to form and the current top 14 will uh, prevail. You're milking this as long as you can. So Dogs versus Essendon, the Stringer return game. Uh, Essendon. Uh, Draw. 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 Games that don't matter, this goes into... I think Essendon will win, but fuck, I would love it if the Dogs beat Essendon in this one because they are just at rock bottom at the moment and Essendon losing to that would really put a pin in some of the oh, that'd, after that'd the Frio game. Delicious. Yeah, that would be delicious. Losing to Frio yeah. one week and then the pitiful Dogs, all of a sudden it's like the Adelaide game never happened. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I do want the Dogs to win just because if, if Essendon wins, then all their supporters will start talking Essendon up as fucking premiership certainties again and just completely ignore the fact that the dogs are terrible. So hopefully the dogs pull off the upset. Yeah. And finally, the Eagles versus the Cats over in and the two games this weekend at Perth Stadium. So that one's over there and hopefully Chris Scott gets his dry run in, doesn't get lost. Yeah, um, I'm going to go for the Eagles because the Legion of Doom is crap and <laughs> or whatever they are. The Devil's Threesome. <laughs> the fucking three blind mice. Um, only kind of one way, so no. I'm going to back in Gaff and... I don't know, Nick Nat, who's black and better than ever. <laughs> Nick Nat to completely backfire Plugger's thread on the Ray Stanley Natahui thread. You know what? Eagles, because Morg says they're going to win. That's good enough for me. Uh, yeah, Eagles. God, if they, if they lost this one and went to one and two, that would be glorious too. Anyway, this was the Flogcast for round three. Starburns joined by Cookie. Testicles. Balls, bazookas, the sack, whatever. Just show them this week, St Kilda. Please. Morgs. <laughs> Has there ever been a man who's wanted to say balls so badly in his life? Not even Bosk begs this much. Not even Armitage. David Armitage has never begged Nick Rewalt this much to see his balls. And penal. Yeah, sadly, the only sack at St Kilda is going to be the one that Alan Richardson gets midway through the year. Good. Get Lenny back. But what about all the players who don't show balls? Well, fuck them. They can go to piss off to another club. Alan Richardson always showed balls, even when he was knocked out by Michael Voss. Not enough balls. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. And hopefully Dan shows some balls and shows up. Oh, usually he doesn't turn up after a loss. I can't believe he didn't turn up after a win. <laughs> See, that really fucked his routine. <laughs> <laughs>